0: Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish Studios, located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film, Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 336. What are we doing? The Disaster the Artist. The Disaster Artist. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't we just talk about it? It's been a long week.
1: <laughs> like, literally, it was probably five to ten seconds before. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's It all blurs together. I, had a, con- I didn't go to bed until one o'clock. Like, that's late for me. <laughs> I haven't gone to bed yet. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, that's your choice. That is my choice. That's that's I guess so. Yeah. was staying up to one o'clock,
2: but <laughs> hanging out with something Haynes or whatever. Walker <laughs> Hayes and Old
0: Dominion. Yep. There you go. There you go. Those are big nope. country acts. Perfect. Old Dominion. I hope. I hope people who love country love those people. Old Old Dominion is a big country act. Okay. Yeah, they are.
2: Oh, I totally believe yeah. you. I uh, I know nothing. They about They open for music. eminent domain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Eminem's country group. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, this is going to be a real treat for the people, because we're going to do the entire show in our best Tommy Wiseau man. which is great.
0: I'll get right on that. Yeah. (laughs) I think
2: A24 did a... A24 is the... I think it's British. It's production
0: They're on fire this year. I'll tell you that much. But they did like... uh, Oh, uh, that's why they spelled four with a U. Correct. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Unlat. is all (laughs) over it. Um, they well, did like a the best an umlaut I don't know. That's not even <laughs> I no. sure that over Motorhead or sure that's German. <laughs> that's probably yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they did like their like the, the Tommies so it was people could submit their best Tommy impression, right? And Pretty then They good. put them, they put them online. They're, some of them are very good. People <laughs> go into
1: coffee shops and they go into malls and they just, yeah, do they the, do it.
2: Do the craziest in scenes. the middle of like the, you can tell people walking around are like, what is happening? <laughs> I like, uh, the one that won is the skating rink. Did you yes, see the winner? I did. See and the <laughs> there's a
1: guy that like goes to check on it because he's like doing the death scene and he's in the middle of the rink. He's humping. And the guy's the, he's like checking the dress. him, but he just keeps on groaning. And the guy's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Ah," and doing a part. And he eventually just looks and he's like, walks away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i mean if you're gonna do that you have to do that in, like new york yeah. or la like any other in st louis they're gonna be like call the cops yeah right. uh, there's something wrong with them you they're won't. like this is too artsy <laughs> yeah, to be right. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> we don't go for that kind of stuff no, around no, here. too artsy fartsy around here these here parts but yeah.
1: then like denny and lisa like the two friends playing them actually walk up in the skating rink and i think that's when the guy turns yeah. around because he's
0: like what is what is this? happening <laughs> he's like you can tell he's old he's like I think I'm being (laughs) punked. Yes.
2: (laughs) This is that Ashton
0: Kutcher show.
1: Wilmer
2: Valderrama going to... Was he on Punk?
1: They were friends at that time. I don't. I think they both had MTV
2: shows. He was a thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. (laughs) Is that the one that... No, he's not Yeah, he's not the one that's going to jail. No, that's Danny Masterson. Yeah, Yeah,
0: he's a bad guy. Danny
2: Masterson is in some trouble. Lots of trouble. They pulled him off... Whatever garbage
0: show he was on, the on, ranch. Yeah, with Ashton Kutcher, I think. Yeah. people liked that yeah. show, but it's one. It's funny. It's I hate the internet sometimes. People are like, <laughs> they're like, oh, he's he's no longer on the ranch. And people are like, whatever that is. And I'm like, you know what? I get it's not your thing, but it's like their third most popular <laughs> yeah, show. Right? It's very popular. It's yeah. Great. Is it a comedy? Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's. It's like a regular sitcom type mm-hmm. of thing. Is it with yeah, like it's just like a sitcom? But it's. Yeah. It's
1: uh, Danny, and it was Danny Ashton Kutcher, and then uh, uh,
2: Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yeah, is like their dad or something. And does he from- have the mustache? I always has yeah. the mustache. No, he doesn't. He didn't have the mustache on Parks and Rec. Well, there's like one he time because he, he was the opposite Ron yeah. Swanson, yeah. Yeah. but um, is
0: the mustache? Uh, yeah, it's and it's from like two of the main writers from Two and a Half Men, so it's that, oh, it's, it's on, that type of show. I gotcha. Yeah, I never got
2: into that show either. Yeah, yeah. which I means either. I
0: hate it, but people yeah. love
2: yeah, it. it's like The Big yeah. Bang. Yeah, yeah. it's can't, sorry, it's
1: I, garbage. I can't stand garbage show. No yeah. offense to no like, but I don't care if you're offended. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for you, Joe. But I cannot stand shows like any of those sitcom. Nope. shows. I like How I Met Your Mother because it's smart, right? And I mean, it's not traditional sitcom but it's still in that category yeah but it's so smart and so good and anything that's like i mean friends i just started watching for the first friends, time i and like like I know, friends was good i'm like that okay that transcended the Seinfeld's seinfeld oh sure but but all these newer ones it's like oh they're just not funny to me. like two and a half men i tried to watch that one time garbage yeah garbage. that show is no. so
2: bad my my wife really likes new girl and i I'm not a he like I don't like Jessica or Jess. I think yeah. she's annoying. But but, that shows, but Schmidt is really funny. That like, shows smart other, too, though. Like, yeah, like so, that, the good place, the, the other characters are.
0: I
1: don't know funny. if you would call
0: that a sitcom, but like, shows, I mean, it's just thirty minutes. It's, yeah, there yeah. it's very much a situation. Okay.
1: So like the Good Place, New Girl, like those shows. Again, the writers are smart. Those are the the younger like those are the comedic talents of mm-hmm. today. That all those writers, you know, just like I love comedy Bang Bang. I love. I don't like comedy
2: Bang Bang oh god yeah well i'm not a, like I've, I've tried more than once well we can't talk
1: <laughs> i love that show but it's like all those com- the younger comedians like all the people that go on comedy bang bang all the guests are the writers and the stars of all those newer comedies
2: and yeah. i just love that new group I, it, of feel, talent. it feels like those like the big bang theory and those shows feel like it's when your mom and dad try to be cool <laughs> and it <Yeah>. fails miserably <laughs> like, yeah that's what those shows feel like and then yeah. they're just like, "Hey, you know what we
0: should do? Make another one of those." Oh, okay. We'll do Young well, Sheldon. When it makes that kind of money. No, that's true. Yeah, that's, like that's what you do. Yeah, that's very true. That's what you do. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's not people are like, "Oh, TV's out of ideas." It's like there was a show called Mrs. Columbo. <laughs> so, this isn't a new thing. I don't think TV's like TV is going through a renaissance. Like I think TV is doing
2: is doing some more creative things than movies. It's so
0: fractured that you can you don't need to be as ma- as as mass appeal. Right. To have a hit You can go anywhere you want So you can get shows like The Good Place Or one of my favorites That I will plug Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Yeah I know uh, you're a fan That's uh, That show's amazing Like The Flesh I, Miss... I tried it just No didn't you didn't just... like it,
2: eh, it was Dang just, like, Bored
0: yeah. That's a shame I love that show Mr. Robot I still haven't gotten around To
1: that one And then, So I mean that's Network That's USA But USA But uh, then USA
2: always has like So they had Burn Notice Which was awesome yeah. Like I love that yeah, show Yeah it's great Uh La Femme Nikita Suits No <laughs> Uh, yeah, they had suits. Yeah, suits yeah, Suits was popular Dead Zone Dead Zone was, Dead was popular was i never watched it but It, it was, was good final. It was a good yeah. little show yeah. They've had some good shows It's an so. interesting concept To turn into a TV show That makes complete sense When you turn it into a TV show Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, Dead Zone, good. Christopher Walken? No, Dead what? Zone Was, Michael, was Anthony, Michael, Anthony Michael. Michael Hall But yes, oh. yes but the No, movie. I'm saying Christopher Walken movie was Yeah, yeah, yeah They a, it turned into a TV it show It was that property It was pretty good And it lasted
0: like Five or six seasons Yeah, USA they'll okay. they'll do some weird stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So we should probably go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe.
1: Oh, hi, Tom. Oh, don't start.
0: Oh, you know you're going to be the only one doing yeah, that, right? Yeah, it's just you. <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> it.
1: This is Kevin
0: <laughs> and this is Tom. There you go. And my name actually is Tom, right, yeah. but I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> We need a mark on the show. That's yeah. what we need. I made a point not to invite <laughs> anyone named Mark. <laughs> not doing that.
2: Oh, hi, Mark. Mm-hmm.
0: But I do that's have one. But I do have breast cancer. <laughs> Did it's you a, get the test back? It's official, yeah. You definitely so have I definitely it? have You're fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just real quick, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us tremendously. We greatly appreciate it. People who were kind enough to share the show this week, Librarian Cynthia, Linnea Thunsell, Chris James, Dylan Lang. I think, I think that's, that's a new one. I believe that's I a new one. So uh, we'll have to put that... Uh, in, off to the side so Dan can write a song That's for right. you on the next episode. Uh Tom Gaminski, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Sanders, Timmy Tuzoons, Lane Levanway, Travis Witt, Brent Smith, Jason Weesey, Griffin Fox Smith, Julian Jordan, uh, Christine Standerfer Hogue. That's a new, that, one. Is a new one. That's gonna be a fun song to yeah, write, Dan. Good luck, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Lawson, Dustin at Nerds Tonight Night Gaming, Chris Magic Man, and Jason Michael. So uh thanks everybody for sharing the show especially
2: our new people thank yes, you
0: yes absolutely we love to see new people hop on board so welcome to the fold that's right uh so there we've got uh, all the busy work out of the way we will now talk about the disaster artiste so
2: i knew oh, with a new lot yeah with a new lot with a new lot that's <laughs> uh, how you know to pronounce That's <laughs> right i knew the room existed like i knew it was a thing i had never seen it so, oh, wow, you I've have never, never, which one did you watch first? The Room. Okay, so you did watch yeah, The Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I figure that's the way I should do it. Yeah. I loaned him my
0: autographed copy. Oh, autographed Blu-ray, Blu-ray copy, yeah. mind now, you. Did you loan him your autographed underwear that Tommy <laughs> sends? No, that you are the one that purchased the underwear. Oh. I, uh, I'm i the only one with Tommy Wiseau yeah. underwear. So. It, is it in the font of Tommy Hilfiger?
2: It looks a lot like Tommy Hilfiger. Shocking. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, and for people that if you if you don't own a copy of the room yet, and you would like to purchase one, we're going to do a shameless plug for stuff that's not us. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's an altruistic plug.
1: <laughs> this is the season. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, if you're going to buy the DVD or Blu-ray, you should buy it directly from Tommy Wiseau's website because. Uh, it'll come autographed, and it's like two dollars more than if you buy it on Amazon. And why so not? And he literally will send you a free pair of underwear with it. Did like you send some- a free pair? of Sometimes underwear? that's the deal. I, that was thankfully not the oh. deal that was going on, but it did come in a bag that said underwear. <laughs> no, it didn't. Yeah, Are you serious? And, yeah, it was like he like recycles the plastic bags. He's like he just throws it in there, and so I'm like I the DVD shows up, and I take it out of the bag, and I put it in the DVDs, and I left the bag on the kitchen table, <laughs> and my wife's like. Do you buy underwear? Why is there a bag of for underwear? It's just, a, it's just a white bag in black print that just says underwear. It <laughs> says like Tommy was so underwear, and she's like, "What is that? Is so weird. What is that?" And, and I was like, I, I, "We'll watch the movie, <laughs> and then it will all make sense. It won't make any sense, <laughs> but it will make sense." Yes. She's like, okay, fair enough. So
1: first of all, you missed out. I'm sorry. And <laughs> second of all, uh, so if you get the underwear, order two sizes bigger than what you think you will wear, because I ordered extra large, which is like let's norm- be
2: Let's be honest, Kevin.
1: Well, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's my waistline. But no, I ordered extra large, and I couldn't get them over my legs. <laughs> Like, I don't know if he just has one size and he changes the tag. Oh, no, I'm sure he I, just made up his own sizes. Right? But I don't know if this is for, like, models and so <laughs> extra large models. where You know, but so like, order, if you're uh, a medium, normally get the extra large, because you will get a That's medium. That's hilarious. So I can't even use them. So I have these underwear that with the big, the band is three times taller than a normal Sounds band. Sounds about right. <laughs> it says block letters, Tommy Wiseau, totally, around yeah. the front.
2: <laughs> it's just- what, a, what a strange, crazy story. It is, and if you, for
1: all the listeners out there, if you haven't read the book, this movie we're talking about, The Disaster Artist, is based on a book. Written by Greg Sestero, who, uh, who plays Mark, who plays Mark in the in the movie, the but,
2: the Dave Franco character, yeah,
1: and and so he actually, uh, you know, this whole story is real about him going to Hollywood with Tommy and meeting him in acting class, all that's real, and the movie does a really good job, but the book goes so much further in depth, the craziness, and it also alternates chapters, so it actually goes back and forth between. Oh, it's like Gone Girl. Yes, it's <laughs> like Gone Girl in a way, yeah, <laughs> uh, and so it it the, it alternates between Mark. Uh, Greg meeting Tommy and then the movie being made and so it's really interesting that it's like a chapter
2: about how they met then the first day on the room and then ho- another story about them going to LA I can see the disaster artist kind of feels like that like it's it it, def- it flows more linear well, but it's more it chronological
1: yeah, the yeah. first part is meeting and then the second right, right. Right. but the book is really neat and you get all that stuff uh, you get more info and it actually some of it dives into like investigating Tommy's background which they is
2: like that is the most that's the most insane part of the whole story right so we're, we'll tell you right now. So this, nobody knows where this guy's from. He finally admitted he's from
0: Europe. Perfect. On Johnny, on and John, Johnny on, Carson. On, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very old. On the Steve Allen show, uh, Ernie Kovacs was filling in, and uh, uh, no, on, on the Arsenio Hall show. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Kimmel on the. Jimmy Is that Kimmel, right? He, he. They finally they had him and like. The Francos. Franco. It was like a whole panel of. Okay. And he finally admitted that he is from Europe and not Jimmy New Orleans. I mean, he's like
1: he's like trying to get where are you from originally, and he just goes, he's like, well, originally from Europe, and then everyone's like, what? <laughs> and, and they kind of brushed it off. But James Franco's like, this is new information. No one's <laughs> ever heard this before. He's never admitted it. People all think that he's from Eastern he, Europe. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But that's it, exactly it's, it's never been from. admitted. So we don't know the exact country. Also, no one knows how old he is. He What's says the thing is that like,
2: he's he's in his nineties. 19- Age. <laughs> there's the great scene with uh in the movie with um megan malali malali yeah. where she's just like how old are you he's like i'm as old as your son and yeah. he's, you're she's 19
1: just like, no you're not and then she and she goes, yeah i just turned 14 Best
2: like happy birthday yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's so good I, but I, yeah they don't know where he's from yeah. they don't know how old he is they don't know where he gets his money yeah because money. he would they there's a scene in the movie where the guy's just like this. This account is a is a money pit.
0: Yeah, they, they were. He like, was like, it's a bottomless pit. Yeah, like, you're. He's like, you're, don't worry about your, it. <laughs> your check's gonna clear. And that's when they're like, okay. I if, love that Seth yeah. Rogen in that scene where he's just like, yeah, here you go. And he's
2: like, it went through. He's like, oh yeah. yeah. So
1: there's lots of different theories, and the book gets into it again. Such a great read. But uh, he apparently was. Some people say he was selling knockoff clothes like designer clothes and bags and things but he had supposedly bought a bunch of properties in la like before the whole meeting greg situation he bought all these businesses
2: and sold clothes and so you know he made his money from clothing that would explain the weird style like i always feel like people who are in fashion sure like dress super weird and they're just like no it's fashion there's a
0: thin line between having no style and having style style yeah. like high fashion yes. but like you're the, right the that's dub, why he, like the
2: double belts thing yeah. like mm, but that's, that's why
1: it. he dressed like that he's been in the clothing industry for 20 years and trying to be fashionable. right so there's that some people say drug dealing rumored totally rumored but some people on the set speculated that during the room which could mean anything and then uh, one of the
2: big theories is that he had some kind of
1: rich relative that left him that's, a bunch that's of money that's what I
2: think it is like I think there's a, a relative somewhere that he just it's a money pit. well like, he
0: also talks in the book about That he was in some sort of car accident. Yeah he does and So uh, oh. He says in the movie
2: too. Yeah so yeah. I
0: always wondered If it was maybe some sort of He got some sort of Large cash settlement Maybe Six million dollars worth <laughs> Definitely could have been But geez, That's a lot of money Especially I mean, Even seemed, 20 years ago It, it was, also seems like There'd be some sort of Public record But if he had gotten Some sort of cash settlement And then bought some property Oh and then You know what I mean oh. And like it just kind of got lucky sure, Yeah that's, you know? that's possible
1: But that's his the, the thing is That he lives this This mystery He is this man of mystery That goes on these tours And that's the character he's a real person but he embraces that mystery because that's what's so intriguing and yeah. why people bought this book and why they go see this movie if they you've heard about him like who is this guy how do you make this six million dollar movie if all those answers came out it, he wouldn't I be guess as, be, I
2: guess that would the the, the, the the mystique would be yeah, gone. it wouldn't be as interesting yeah. because we're just like
1: who the hell Yeah, that's exactly what I this was guy and
2: that's the way they play this movie is like he steps out of the shadows yeah, and he's just there like he just shows up every once in a while. Yeah. So we'll get into it. This the movie, the Disaster Artist. So anyway, I watched the Room. What the? F- yeah. <laughs> yep. That's, That's appropriate. Like yeah. there were. So I don't know. Kevin's probably old enough to remember this. Tom absolutely is old enough to remember.
0: This. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, wait. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird starting point. Uh,
2: like so, back in the late eighties, early nineties, USA would have this thing called USA up all night uh-huh. and they would have like, it was downtown Julie Brown or somebody would host it and it would be like soft core porn on USA. <laughs> right. So it was like silk stockings or, uh, something, you know, whatever those shows were. Right. This felt like it the wanted red shoe diaries. the red shoe diaries. Yes. <laughs> well done. Uh, this felt like that the, was a showroom. Sh- it was on showtime.
0: It had nudity, but obviously U- on USA, USA, not so much. Cut, not, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, they would this felt like it wanted to be this was like a low rent and now usa up all night was already low rent a lower rent right uh usa up all night movie
1: so the first time i watched this movie and devin friend of the show yeah. brought it over and we watched this thing i thought I, my first reaction was this movie was supposed to be a softcore porn
2: oh absolutely the first 30 there's, minutes of it there's like <laughs> 20 minutes of sex scenes. okay so the that first sex scene which they reference in the movie as I'm watching the, the original room, I'm like, he's, he's, he's banging her belly button. Yeah. He's so far off of where he should be. And then they referenced that. Yeah. And, and I was like, ha 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 aha as paul harris would yeah. say <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but
1: it's like so it feels so apparent where i'm just like he was trying to make a softcore porn but like it somehow didn't make it there but then he tried to make it a little in a movie because how do you put that many sex scenes in a like before you yeah, get into the plot they, of the movie
2: they literally have like so there's about 5 minutes of movie sex scene about 5 minutes sex scene also with the awkward denny character oh my god so weird yeah. so weird and then there was like another ten minutes sex scene. Yeah. Another like fifteen minutes sex scene. And then that stopped. Like that was kind of the last one.
1: Maybe it's his European roots where like things are a little
0: different over there. Like community <laughs> on the TV. So weird. Because, so so weird. That poor woman. That poor woman. I know. Yikes. Yeah. Like even like watching the movie originally, I was like, Oh, this oh, poor actress. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get drunk before those. Read the
1: book and find out all the stories of how badly he treated. He's like throwing water bottles at people. So that's it's... the
2: thing is like when you see the production of this movie, it's exactly how I thought it was going. Like every horror story I've ever heard, and I just also just watched the Jim and Andy documentary, where Danny, you know, Danny DeVito's like somebody's getting sued because this is nuts. Yeah, and that's exactly how I pictured <laughs> this. Production for the room going. That side note, poor that poor director on the Jim and like the oh the, yeah oh my gosh yeah
1: that like if you haven't seen that that poor guy like he's just trying to make a movie a good movie and <laughs> yeah. do his job and he's a good director but the stuff he deals and he's like I just I just want to talk to Jim <laughs> yeah.
2: and and he's like well I'll tell him for you because yeah. <laughs> that's and, the deal oh. is like Jim Jim Carrey <laughs> did that production as Andy Kaufman yeah like he went through that whole he was he was doing a uh what's the guy from Thirty Days Thirty Seconds to Mars. Oh, Jared Leto. was doing Leto. Jared Leto before Jared Leto was doing it. Uh, okay. So, we open in an acting class with Melanie Griffith, who I, at, I initially thought was... Uh, the Joker? Jane Fonda. Oh. Because <laughs> she's had so much work done on her... I, like, I don't know how she let, made her lips move.
1: Who's the one that was in... Uh, yeah, the, originally
2: the part was played by Jeff Dunham. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who was the one that was just in that Fifty Shades of whatever... Of Sup, Kim, Kim Basinger ba- with Kim, all the
0: work Kim, like she Basinger. Was, Basinger so Basinger? I was I thought it was I don't know she looks right. like the way that she's I think it used to be Basinger and then now they corrected everybody yeah.
2: Baldwin wasn't she married to Alec at one point yeah that yeah. was Alec's wife right. yeah, yeah Kim yeah. Baldwin but I'm just like who is that because like they <laughs> both had so much work done I'm like who
1: is that it's so
2: weird because Kim Basinger looked really good in Basinger
0: the, God
2: dang it <laughs> 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 looked really good in uh the next the guy the nice guys She's like the she's like the DA and the nice guys oh. and she looked like a million bucks. I so wonder I wonder happened. if it's 50 shades of gray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just like um here put powder on your face. <laughs> Maybe That's is. all we got. So we open well, we, the movie in- is introed by like 10 15 oh, celebrities. Which uh, like you think those were those were jokes? No, or do you think no. they're legit? No, I mean like do you think that's how they legitimately feel? That's how they feel. Oh yeah. Like okay. so thing- it's Kristen it's Kristen Bell, Adam Scott, Kevin Smith, JJ uh, Abrams JJ Abrams yeah um Kean was it one of the keyan peels No Maybe I'm making that up
1: There's there's several But so the point was A lot of big names Yeah and the point
2: was The reason they did that
1: uh, Seth Rogen Has a great interview On Nerdist Plug for Nerdist too Since it is the (laughs) season uh, But he has a great interview Where he kind of explains Yeah they need the help Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Well uh, you know Maybe they'll plug us Yeah But so He says that the reason They did that was So that people That were new to this Like they didn't need To advertise this movie Disaster artist To people that watch The room right
0: Because they're gonna see it I think if you hadn't If you didn't know That the room exists you would oh you would not believe that this is no, very true Absolute. That is absolutely true
1: and so they did that as a way to connect with people that didn't know the room and they're seeing this movie and to show that like all these people that they love you know you're certainly gonna know jj abrams but you might know adam scott from parkinson or party down kristen bell from the good place veronica mars whatever so they gave all these different celebrities anna Oh well, yeah, but I mean, people don't. But you, don't see, but you don't, don't see her. Yeah. 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 So, oh, yeah, because people watching <laughs> yeah. Anna and Elsa are going to. <laughs> it's
2: the disaster. I'm yeah.
1: So anyway, but it gives them all a connection to these celebrities. But it also shows you, like, these are big names, and they all Huge love the names. room for different reasons.
2: Yeah. So yeah. So we open on this acting class, uh, and it's Dave Franco uh, who is playing Greg. And then I can't I wish I could remember the Asian guy's the off name. Off the boat? Is that the off the he's boat He's the off the boat guy. He was also Kim Jong un yeah. in the interview. He was also Asian Jim on the Office. Yeah. Which is if you haven't seen that gag, that is one of the yeah. best gags on The Office of all time. Yeah. I love that gag. So they're and they're doing a scene and Dave Franco's character just is not He's not working. It's yeah. not good. And nobody's good. Like it's it's one of those things that I I think that people kind of forget about LA. Is that for every Brando, there's five hundred guys that don't make it. 1, right. Thousand. I, I mean, yeah, it's, like the numbers insane. People
1: move there, to, and and most of them end up working yeah. in bars and waiting tables. Apto, and,
2: Aptow is in this movie as himself and has a great line. where it's just like, yeah. For every one of those, there's a billion of you. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not going to happen for you, right?
1: It's the hard truth.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is, and that's that's something that I think people don't realize about Hollywood. You're just you don't just go to New York. And automatically, you're on Broadway. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So, they you know, Melanie Griffith is there as this acting coach. And she kind of says, look, you've got the look. Like, you're a good-looking kid, but you can't act. So, all of a sudden, you know, Franco's kind of defeated. He walks back. And she goes, Does anybody else want to do a scene? And out of like literally out of the dark. It's hilarious. <laughs> the way it's filmed with him in the background. He's like, I have a scene. And he walks down and it's it's exactly what you think. I mean, you've seen Tommy Weisso he's become more prevalent now. Yeah. Oh, I would say in the last five years probably. Yeah. Um He it's Franco doing his bat and I mean, that dude needs to be nominated. He's going to he, be. he has to be. Like I don't know how he can't be. Yeah. Walks down and just sit, like he pulls a girl yeah. out of the audience. It would be
0: funny if out of everything James Franco this has is done what he gets. that this is what he gets Did he Oscar get nominated
2: for 120, 127 hours? I believe so. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah. And he did that's a, that's, I, that's a fantastic.
0: That's flick. a great movie.
2: Yeah. yeah. So he he takes a chair and he turns it backwards and he sits down. And this is all filmed from the back of his head. Like I love the mystery yeah. again
1: is that you don't see him until he starts performing. Right. So the camera follows him, and yeah, he picks up the girl. He's like, "You now," and then right, and then he just she's like, "Me? What? What do I do?" And then the act the acting teacher's like, "Just go with it." Yeah, just
2: just <laughs> go go. So he sits down. He kind of like does like the AC Slater thing where he sits, uh, turns the chair around, and sits, puts his head down, and all of a sudden. He just starts screaming, Stella, <laughs> and he's doing the. That's the James Dean scene that he loves, right? Uh, no, Brando. no, no, Marlon Brando from a streetcar. Oh, that's Desire. the Marlon Brando. Yeah, scene, yeah. The, the, the not James, the tearing the, me apart. The, was, the James
0: sorry. Dean scene comes in the yeah, room. Yeah, tearing me apart is from Rebel Without a Cause.
2: Yeah. You're yeah. tearing me apart. Um, so he, You're then, taking he, me apart. Yeah. <laughs> so he just starts screaming, Stella out of nowhere and it's like the first couple times you're like okay like we see what we're doing but he just keeps doing it yeah and do and the girl is standing off to the side and she's just like looking around and nobody's stopping him (laughs) so he takes the chair and he flips this chair in the air and he runs over like kind of runs over to like a a set basically and starts scaling the set and is still yelling he's not saying anything else just Stella yelling (laughs) it's the only thing falls
0: off the set and then he just stops. And that's pretty much Tommy Wiseau. Yep. Completely untalented. <laughs> he's 100% untalented. Yes. But 1,000% committed. Yes. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. That's yeah. exactly what he is.
2: And he has this drive where he's just like, I mean, okay. This They're movie- You're tell me I'm,
1: I can't do it. I'm just going to do it on my own. Yeah. yeah. This movie could not have been made Like for as much crap as he gets and as many people that- are just so blunt about him not being talented like he made this movie by himself you know whatever however he got the money he got people involved he wrote a script he made it through the hell that it took did he write a script
2: just put some words together well (laughs) that's what it is and
1: it's like he did that through his determination and got this movie made that that it is now bigger than he ever could have imagined. Like if, if it was if he was really serious and it was okay or decent, you know, it might have made a, whatever a couple hundred thousand dollars have been, you know, okay in the theaters. But like now, it's made its money back and has per- it? Has it really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, honest, I'm oh,
0: curious oh, yeah. as to what it's He tours around the world yeah, showing it. it. It's, it's huge on the midnight circuit, and I mean, he's in St. Louis every couple every six months or so right? for midnight screenings. Oh, yeah, and
1: right. no one else owns it. Tommy yeah. owns it. Which so is, I, if you want to see it, you have to. Which pay is Tommy. why you can't find can't it on a streaming stream
0: service. Like you can't. Like he be, normally when they sell movies to streaming services, you, they don't buy them one at a time. Sure, like the studios package up here's a hundred movies, and you know, and uh, because his is kind of on its own, you can't bundle it with anything. So most. Stream- I wonder if he has a deal with A twenty four at this point. I don't know because they did they did this. the the
2: Tommy Awards or whatever right so I wonder if he has signed some sort of distribution deal they're just promoting the movie well then why would they promote a movie they have nothing to do with
0: because how do you I'm I'm sorry they're promoting the disaster right? right Yeah, yeah
1: from, uh, like yeah, Seth Rogen talks about it on the podcast about how genius they are. Like he's like, usually, you know, it's so hard working with a company and trying to market it, but he's like, A twenty four is brilliant, and I agree because I've seen all the stuff. Like they did they put out some of,
2: crazy stuff, yeah, crazy good stuff. And, but
1: they've done screenings of The Room and they've made big Tommy's Planet, Beach Balls, and oh huge God. footballs, and they the Tommy Awards. Like they are promoting the crap out of this movie, yeah. and everyone is talking about it. So like, A twenty four is on fire with that. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing is it's like they, they know that they've got to get this weird movie that most people haven't
2: heard about there. It's also, it's coming off of the interview. Like, yeah. I don't think, when was the last
0: time we saw Seth Rogen in a movie?
2: Oh, I mean, he did
0: Neighbors old... movies and... Uh, the, oh, that's true, but I mean, like one. this this group. Yeah, and his Sausage Party. Yeah, and, and, that's true. But, but I mean, he was a voice. He wasn't... But yeah, those two Neighbors that's movies true, were that's they're, they're pretty big movies. No, right? they were, I mean, they're big enough to make a second one. Yeah, that's true. And
1: geez, him and Evan Goldberg are into so many... So Future Man is hilarious. Is that them?
2: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: they created that. Uh, Future Man on Hulu, all episodes are out. That is seriously just laugh out loud, hilarious. It is an amazing show. Go watch it. But then Preacher is they them. They've got Preacher,
2: they've got Invincible, they've got, uh, yeah, those, Future Man. Those guys never stop working. Like, those two are crazy busy with Yeah, projects. which is fun. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, awesome. Yeah. Do it. Well, Strike good, while the iron is hot. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> while watching Tommy do this scene. Greg, who is Dave uh, Franco, like becomes infatuated, and not in a gay way, but just like, look at this guy. Well, like he's got he, what he doesn't, right? Right. So he wants got to be an actor, th- but he doesn't have that passion, right? That Tommy does. Like, how does he do that? <laughs> and Greg sort of has a little bit of skill. Like she kind of says, she's like, you've got some. There's something there, and even when we see Sharon Stone later, where she's like, "Yep." Sign this kid now Before anybody
0: Yeah else he was a, a good Looking dude And he uh, And he was a Working actor I mean he was And so he He was kind of Starting to make Some inroads Right I mean he was Making a living Doing it They don't mention It in the movie
1: But he was in Like fan Something Phantasma 3 Yeah he was like, in Some
0: like Like horror sequel. He was in Phantasm 3 Yeah I forget which He's one like They flew
1: him To the other Country to, yeah. And he was The star of it And so like It was a huge Break Wait for a him.
0: minute
2: I've seen Phantasm Phantasm three. I think that's
0: of what it is. Of course you have.
2: Yeah, because it's great. The tall man. Uh yeah, so he has an interaction with Tommy and he kind of says, Like, do you wanna and to, out of nowhere Tommy's like, let's just move to LA.
0: And Franco's just like, What? He was No, he Reto? was in Puppet Master. He was in Okay. He was in retro puppet master. Okay, so retro... I've never seen a puppet master. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Phantasm,
0: on the other hand. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, he was in Retro Puppet Master. He was a uh, had a an uncredited role in Patch Adams, an uncredited role in, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Gattaca. EdTV. TV. But he talks about the. I mean, he's a extra. Ex- he's, a, he's glorified a extras, right, yeah. But right. I mean, but um uh, and then but Retro Puppet Master, he was like a main character. I think, was a star I think he was that. a star of the movie, and. Uh, um so they brush that aside like yeah. this
1: is very close to the story of how it happened but they only have a couple hours it's like an hour 45 yeah so it was pre- pretty it, good it, clip. it is every scene's interesting and so i think they did a really good job of consolidating it down to the important stuff but yeah they don't mention that he actually
2: was an actor in between making they make it look like he went from went from la yeah. to the room yeah. like that's what he did uh so they go to la him and franco Greg and Tommy. Greg and Tommy. Yeah. Uh, g- Greg has this sweet car. Um, and Tommy s- does. Yeah, tired. Tommy has this amazing car, and Greg's just kind of like, what what is another going
1: fantastic on. scene with a kid? So he's picking up. This is when he, he goes to pick for, him up for, for, or, for lunch or whatever. To, yeah, yeah. And so he, uh, Greg's out there playing football with the little kids, and Tommy pulls up, and he's like, "Wow, this is a really nice car. I, none of my friends have this." He goes, "Because all your friends are little kids." Yeah, just, he's, <laughs> just,
2: he's just he's just like no no like we're just we're just I'm just here. waiting for you. So it's funny when you watch the room first there's all of these random football scenes Mm -hmm. and i'm just like what what is up with the football i don't get it but like tommy has this weird affinity for football he wants to prove that he's all-american guy right right yeah all-american guy yeah I feel like it's when the like cast so, directors are like, "No, you're the villain." No,
1: it's so in ironic theory. though because he's clearly not all American guy. No. But he's like, I mean, he is a citizen. And he's like, I love America and I love football.
2: And yeah, it, it's so there's great. a lot of weird football yeah. in the movie.
1: So they go to this scene where they're doing the they're, they're, the getting, they're lunch getting food or whatever, like a CPK, yeah. and and uh, they're reading like some man on <laughs> the electric man on the mountain. Some nice. I don't know what the play is, but it's like, and so there's it's like gods on Mount Olympus or yes. something like that. And Tommy convinces Greg to do this scene like out loud in front of everybody and, and he's and like but go these, for it these people are eating he's like I don't care about these people it's just <laughs> you and me and and uh, it, they just go nuts yelling back and forth everyone's watching them and and Tommy gets them all to give him a round of applause <laughs> right. in the middle of the he's restaurant he's like
2: oh good job good yeah. job
1: <laughs> I like the, the, you're on the mountain the wind is blowing <laughs> and he's in his hair oh
2: my god Franco's so good at I this. also I, I did <laughs> see a, an article that said the like you these guys are like brothers. Yeah, and you needed brothers to be these characters. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them on screen for this long together. No, this is the first thing they've done like partnered up on full, and you could feel it. Yeah. Like you could feel like they're 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 into it. Like right. as you know, their their bond, and that helps mm-hmm. with the bond between Greg and Tommy. So this is where Tommy just says, "Let's just. I got a place in L.A. Let's just move," and Greg's just like. You have a place in L.A.? Yeah, he's, why are we here? Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I got a place here in San Francisco. I got a place in L.A. Yeah. And Greg's just like, what? <laughs> what? All right. He goes, He goes. I have an, I have another place in L.A., but I don't stay there often. Like, yeah.
1: like, which would, of course, be ten times more expensive than his place in San Francisco. Yes, and he doesn't yes. use it. Uh,
0: what do you think I be? don't know that it would be. I don't think really? it would be. I think, I think San, Francisco San Francisco is, like, is,
2: super expensive. Is
0: one of the most... Really. I mean, not that L.A. is cheap, but I think... L A is very sprawling. Okay. Yeah, San Francisco's and, like because part of the problem with L A is it doesn't have a center. Like, okay, there isn't a downtown L A. Oh, okay, and so um, it just goes, goes. on forever, mm-hmm. and that's why you'll see. Like, I mean, like I had, had a friend that lives in L A, and I was like, "Oh, are you going to go to the Monkees concert?" Because it was they were doing it was like the last one with all three, and he was like, "I don't know, man." He's like, "That's about twenty miles from here," and I was like, "What?" And he's <laughs> yeah. like. Dude, LA, 20 miles from here is like a three hour drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. with that traffic. Yeah, he's like, no. He's like, and so it's like, it, you know, where's but San, so you can, you can live there in, a, you can live there in absolute super expensive yeah, ways. Sure. But I think you have more options for lower income living in LA than you do in San Francisco. I didn't know that. Yeah, I always thought LA was like, I mean, that's I, the, bi- I remember a story like, man, 15 years ago, San Francisco was having so much problem, so many problems with, like waste uh, with the the costs of the of housing increasing so rapidly and that they were having trouble they couldn't like they couldn't find like nurses and firefighters because none of them could afford to live there oh, right, right right and so they hired this guy in from I think Minneapolis who was like a housing expert and they were like like we're gonna pay you to come here and study study the problem and then try and figure out ways to come up with Lower income housing. Now, lower income housing is normally synonymous for like the projects, (laughs) right? But they meant like legitimately, like how can the working middle class afford to live here? Because we need them, right? You know, They mean like uh, lower income, two hundred thousand (laughs) dollars, right? And so, so they hire this guy, and he he so he does his initial survey of the market, and he's like, okay, so if I sell my house and I want to move there, here's what you need to pay me so I can afford to come there and buy a house. And so they're like, okay. He flies out like three weeks later and uh, and looks around and uh, and then he he calls him back and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to take the job. And they're like, why not? Because in the three weeks (laughs) between when he told them what he needed to make. And what he when he was trying to buy a house, real the estate prices had gone up so much that he's like the amount of money you offer me doesn't work anymore. Wow! And he turned down the job. Now this would have been like two thousand two. This would have been like the the major run up before so the bubble burst. We're at fifteen years later. Yeah, but um, but it's but it's always been like that. Golly. It's very very expensive to live. I stayed.
2: Uh, I stayed. I was in San. I stayed in San Francisco once, and it was such a weird. It was a weird thing to begin with, because like a friend of mine had an apartment, but they were moving out, yeah so we just stayed I felt like we were like what's the uh just crashing in this random apartment there's no furniture yeah like we're sleeping on random stuff and I was like this is this is weird, I don't like this at all <laughs> yeah I feel like we could go to jail we're squatting basically and she's yeah. like, like no no i still I still have it for like another three days and I was like Huh. all right yeah this is
0: weird it's ex- that is an expensive city to yeah
2: no joke so they pack up
1: and 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 tommy picks him up like the next day at his house and they move to, they move to, to LA. la
2: and so great scene with megan Mullally. we talked yeah about we it talked about earlier, it where yeah. she's just like how what yeah. what's happening uh so they go and greg immediately starts going to uh Auditions, right? And so they're
1: they're a team, like they're you know make a bond and pinky swear. It's right. a really funny scene, but it's like Greg's a model, yeah, and Tommy is Tommy, yeah. And so yeah, you see the back and forth of Tommy circling
2: ads, all American, all American guy, <laughs> yeah. and he like Greg, it. Greg is just circling ads, like yeah. Greg, he's just going to work, yeah. uh And so he's not really hitting, you know, he's getting <laughs> the headshots, the headshots, the modeling, yeah. I the did, wind blowing in his, I head. like the. So this is where we see Sharon's He ends up getting a deal. Uh, with an agency yeah. i think
1: greg Sistero is the the secretary for sharon stone no i think so i don't think so
2: i think so i i so i watched those back to back well it's i know not, he looks not, different but i think that's him if that's him he something happened <laughs> i think like, they, like, like just he, like tommy has like prosthetics he and everything took his face off yeah
1: maybe not i thought that was him though cuz no. i know they're both in the movie
2: oh are they yeah okay i'll look it up anyway. okay so this and sharon stone shows up
0: uh another one who's had a boatload of work in yeah, the disaster artist
2: he plays casting
1: agent so i don't know if that's different or not yeah well, that
0: it, casting agent is not what that office it is isn't? no okay. that that's like a book that that's an agent to get you jobs a casting agent is okay. going to be the person that finds people to like they do that made the decisions
1: okay so he was in just some other random casting scene yeah, okay, yeah. never mind is then. tommy in the movie too after the credits
2: oh right okay yeah that's yeah. fair uh so he gets this deal and like Tommy gets super jealous. Like yeah. he is not like anytime Greg gets a little bit of traction, yeah, Tommy finds a way to knock him back down. Or in his personal life. That's what I'm they saying. Yeah. The, to, so they go to, they go to the bar and he kinda starts flirting with Allison Bree, who's this bartender, and Tommy's immediately like, Let's go. Like this is boring. I don't want to be they're here. having a great time and he's dancing like an idiot but <laughs> yeah. as soon
1: as he sees Greg talking to a girl. Right. Because he doesn't want to break up like Tommy and I don't believe Tommy has ever had any kind of like gay connection to Greg. He doesn't like him that way, but like he doesn't want his best friend taken away from oh, him. Oh yeah, you I know? think that's it's what it's not is. a jealous like no. that. But it's it's like well, if you separate the best friends, then Tommy's going to be by. It's himself. like a jealous
2: fifteen year old. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. So uh, Allison, Bree, and and. Greg become a couple
1: and this isn't like an entourage situation it's not really Alison Brie it's no no I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah she
2: plays Allison Alison Brie is playing a character it's not
1: like was it who is it Jennifer
2: Jennifer uh, no it's uh, Sasha Gray
1: no the one in an entourage turtle dates uh, Jennifer Jason Lee or J- Jennifer love who oh I don't know I don't know In entourage turtle dates the actual that actress had, playing herself or something I think it's Sasha Gray oh never. moving on I okay. just want
2: to say she's playing an actress. right she, right yeah, yeah. so nothing is happening nothing is working um and they finally like tommy has had enough and he's getting super pissy so they he goes out and you know greg is trying to calm him down and greg just says look man like let's just do it on our own and to, it, you'd think somebody gave tommy a puppy yeah because <laughs> he like the light bulb went off and he was like yeah of course like why wouldn't i do that
1: so well, the, and he gives a tragic backstory that he wanted to be an actor but then he got in this car accident that tom mentioned right, earlier right and that kind of ended his you know it was he, very bad for tommy and right. and so maybe that's where he got his money but he quit his dreams of acting since then and greg is since tommy's pushing greg because it's his dream he's pushing tommy in the right. same way and and that's what's really great especially when you read the story it's like those two guys were there for each other and as crazy as tommy is Greg would have never made it if it weren't for Tommy. No, that's Tommy true. pushed that's him. That's true. Got him to even go out before the puppet master thing. Like if it weren't for Tommy, he owes him a lot. And I think that's why he
2: put up with so much. There's a scene with Brian Cranston, uh, that shows how much de- how dedicated Greg is to Tommy. Yeah. Like there's a, so
0: there's a scene where Alice and would, how do she Tommy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. So
2: there's a, well, we we'll jump forward just a little bit where he, where they're working on the room and, um, Greg has grown this beard, which by the way looked awful. I'm just yeah. going to say that, right? Like it looks like some, a fake beard? Yes, that was absolutely a fake beard. I would think so. Yeah. I just it couldn't looked tell like if he somebody taped, really... taped pubes to his face.
1: <laughs> I couldn't tell if it's just <laughs> like he he does have that like baby face in <laughs> yeah. real life. So I'm like, is that like his attempt to grow? No, a beard no, or? that was a fake beard. Okay.
2: So. Uh his girlfriend ends up Knowing like they see brian cranston at like a starbucks Or something and she ends up seemed Like oh yeah like i do pilates with him so they Have this conversation uh And cranston basically offers Greg this is i guess this is real Mm -hmm. Um where He offers him a role on malcolm in the middle because Malcolm in the middle was like the hottest comedy at The time
0: i don't think was it malcolm in the Middle yeah in the book Oh
2: Oh, like maybe they changed it. I think get, they might have changed it because they uh, probably had I don't think it was
0: that exact. But he did but was it Cranston? I don't remember. They might have changed it. I think so it they be tweet, Cranston. Okay. I think he just had a he had a gig. Okay. Yeah. And and he did this too. It's a did real situation. So but I yeah. think they just like I will say for the most part, I felt like this movie was very faithful to the book. Right. They compressed some timelines. They played a little game like with there just to it's easier to I wonder if they can't have the rights to something. Or, I think it's probably just no, it's easier right. to just, con- to convey what happened. In that moment yeah. it, You know It's it's just more Dramatically interesting Yeah, yeah take From a, a book, storytelling
1: A book down to under two hours Right the, Yeah
0: the, but for the most part I feel like it was a very fair Representation of the story Like mm. uh,
1: the mom is French Greg's mom is French In the book And so he does like A French accent when he's talking about <laughs> His mother is French And always like Talking about Tommy It's like Megan Mullally's not even mm, trying not, No So they no. change things like yeah. that To get different actors in it Okay but, but the overall story Yes is very And I will
2: personal. say Everybody in this movie uh, you recognize, right? So it's Paul Shear, June Diane Rayfield. Jason Manzoukas. So basically, the, how did, it, the how did this get yeah. made crew yeah. is in this movie. When do we get our movie? I know. Right? It's coming. It's
1: coming. So yeah, <laughs> so let's talk about... So they're getting... They've got... Uh, Tommy's up all night. He's writing the script, drinking all these Red Bulls. <laughs> is really that what funny. it was? Yeah, he's okay, got Red okay. Bulls okay. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, he's writing on a typewriter. It could, it's like a montage over he's several like, hey, days. hey, Greg,
2: how do you spell... Blah, blah, yeah, blah. So, blah. So
1: <laughs> Hilarious. I, like I said before, I just have to say it again. James Franco is fantastic in this It's movie.
2: interesting to see his career. Like his career. You know, yeah. like he started as the the cool kid on Freaks Freak and Geeks, Geeks yeah. uh, and then he kind of he was Seth Rogen's buddy. Yeah, he kind, he was basically like the sidekick to Rogen for yeah. a while, uh, and now he's he's steered that into this pretty illustrious career. Like yeah. the dude's legit.
1: I mean, he teaches acting classes at Is UCLA. That right? uh, he stopped now, but he used to actually teach classes. The guy. People don't give Franco, James Franco, enough credit for being talented. So like, they see him as a goofy guy, they see him in the interview in Your Highness, they see him in Pineapple Express. But then you have to remember things like 127 hours. hours. But also, he does a lot of indie art house movies. That he does you may not see. But like again, I was saying, you know, he teaches or taught acting classes. The, the guy is a very talented actor, and and people don't give him credit for that. And like this movie, he uh, this was really his brainchild. He Spider Man yeah but he he this is his project like this is a total love letter to the room and tommy and he and his friends love it and he actually directed the movie this is the weird inception part franco directed the movie as tommy wazo directing himself playing tommy wazo and and it's the that other... kind of
2: garbage i'm just like shut up but look what movie it made like he i mean okay yeah you know like i could see him directing the scenes in the room yeah as tommy like i could that okay but don't be a dirt he but But, he was committed
1: the main thing is he was committed to the role like the guy for the entire filming of this movie was in it but yeah great mail anybody dead rats he no he's not a d-bag that's fair (laughs) so so anyway uh so yeah he 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 makes greg read the script he goes and greg is just like all right. He's like, Oh yeah, I'll read it. And he <laughs> looks at him like, okay, start. And so yeah, he right. reads the whole thing. It's
2: super awkward. Like, yeah, Greg is just like, yeah, okay, I'll get to it. And, and, and they just look at him and
1: greg reads it and he clearly is just like Ugh. oh my god. but he's what like you did it
2: tommy yeah
1: and so yeah they 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 go to burns and sawyer so the first people will meet are which is I guess Han- burns and sawyer hannibal
2: burris and
1: jason, jason manzukas uh they decide that they want to buy the equipment oh my god rent that it.
2: was the best that was another great part where so manzoukas is saying he's just like look you, you pay this much for rent and this da da, da. and he's like no no we make a hollywood movie I w- i'll buy it and it's hannibal, like, Bur- like, well, hannibal burris is just like that's not how it's what the standard
1: is that you <laughs> rent the equipment. It's cost prohibitive. He's like, no, we buy. Yeah, we buy it. So they go and have their little meeting, and then they, like, like and then, then even s-
0: studios don't buy. No, the hell no. Like that, you know, like it changes too quickly. Yeah, you don't the, buy- the technology advances so rapidly yeah. that they don't even invest the money. Yeah. They rent the right, equipment.
2: and then so he then he wants to do it on video and digital. Yeah. And Manzoukas is like, I don't think like the lighting is different. He's like, no, no, no. We do them both. This is all true. Yeah, we do them both. One please. of the reasons why it was
1: so expensive is he bought the equipment that are rented, and he shot simultaneous <laughs> HD and a 35 millimeter. Yeah. They take two crews to operate. Just totally different lighting two sets of sound everything so like it's crazy It's insane but Tommy wanted to be a pioneer and yeah. his, he you know first movie to ever be filmed in 35 millimeter <laughs> and digital like yeah. he always has this passion where he's like I'm gonna do this yeah, thing and do it. Yeah. he did it so so there's that scene and then we get to the the, the uh, crew the rest of the crew so right. they go on Uh, They're filming at Burns and Sawyer. That's part of the agreement. And uh, we are introduced to uh, Raphael, who is the DP. It was Paul Shear. Yep. (laughs) I do like where he's like,
2: what is DP? It's like production designer or whatever. It's like... uh, Director of photography. yeah, Yeah, DP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, and then and then uh, Seth, the script supervisor, is played by Seth Rogen. Right, uh, and then uh, yeah, and so they're like, "What is this thing?" Oh yeah, and Tommy's like, "You're hired," and they're like, "Oh, do you, you don't want to like have us talk to us about the project?" They're like, "No, you're, nah, hired. you're hired."
2: And, and then <laughs> Rogen's just like, "Well, as the script supervisor, I would like to see the script." And he's like, "No, you'll fine. You'll get one when <laughs> you get one." And he's just like, "All right, whatever." I do like the scene where so they're setting up the set, they're doing all the sets or whatever, and. Rogan looks at like the, the this corner
0: set. They built this like set. back alley brick wall and, <laughs> and they're they're building it literally next to a back alley brick wall. The exact wall. same back yeah. alley. And he's <laughs> just
2: like, but why don't we just film out there? He's like, it's a big Hollywood movie. That, that's just, not how
0: Hollywood does yeah, it. Yeah, right. Although it's like, how Hollywood would do it. Right. But yeah.
2: <laughs> so, and they just and this is and so they cast uh the girl, the blonde, uh from the room, who like that casting was hilarious well they're just making these like no you're you're a cowboy but you're you're you know you're riding on a and you're drinking a soda and the gal's just like am i still a cowboy what am yeah. i doing great little montage to the casting <laughs> yeah. so yeah this so they end up with this cast so, but the blonde walks in and he just goes you're hired yeah like she doesn't do anything and he, he's like that's it she's like that's it it's like, he's bored with casting yeah, yeah. right yeah. Right. <laughs> right or he thought she was hot
0: I think he was bored with that. That could also yeah. be the case, yeah. So it's just, I, th- I, I I think she's cute actually. I do uh, she was really good. I liked her yeah. as well, yeah. The real one or the one of the The more? real one. Yeah. Both of them, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Uh and this and they so we are off and running with this train wreck of a shoot yeah. where Josh Hutchison is Denny. Is Denny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris R played by Zach Efron. Which I didn't realize was Zach Efron until he said like, "Did so you was, saw his butt?" Yeah, until and I then saw you his butt. were like, that's "Oh, t- exactly, totally that's Zac Efron. Zac Efron. it's totally exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Can I do we have to call him Chris R?" He's like, "No, that's his name."
1: <laughs> so, so in real, okay, so did you think in the room when you watched it that Chris R was one of the best actors in the room? Like, no, you didn't no like I thought he was the most believable actor about giving my money with the gun and everything like, I
2: guess it was just like that movie was what it was I was like these everybody because he's by awful. far
1: and large considered one of the best actors in the entire room I, mean, like, I could see that for sure uh, that's like being the prettiest Denny's waitress <laughs> I, but he's believable. Like, he actually seems like an actor though he's yeah. believable he Could have been. He did, yeah. uh, he's not a real actor he's the only one that's not a real actor he's just a guy that, Is that like right? called like did a favor for them he's first thing he's ever done I don't think he's ever acted since and he's by far and large the best actor in the that's room funny. it's just it's just a fun anything yeah so remember they do that one take in the disaster arts they do one take. take. Like, that was amazing yeah it's like he's so good and that was there
2: that was like the first scene they were yeah. shooting there was like oh and I love could... how
1: there's hope like everybody has this right. glimmer
2: of hope. like this
0: is going yeah, like, well hey, maybe this might be maybe, okay yeah. Yeah. suck <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but Danny yeah Hutchison. like I didn't realize that was <laughs>
2: Ephron until like after he was done with the scene because he's yelling the whole time yeah and then he finally talks yeah. and I was like is that yeah because like, that that's Zach Efron? I mean that guy's Yeah, I'm just
1: saying like He's come a long way since a, like a high school musical kid. Oh, like like yeah, now, you know, he's in Baywatch and he's from. all, well,
2: <laughs> what do you know him from? Uh, neighbors. Yeah, but I just
0: mean. He's we he's, are your friends. We are your friends. Oh. Everybody. Oh. America's still in, <laughs> still in, in just a, a, all a tizzy. What a, t- oh gosh. Over we are your friends. But you know, he started in high school musical. I do like, know That's that, what yeah. made him.
2: Yeah. But that's not what I, I mean, I didn't, I was too old for that stuff. Yeah. Um. So then the production is just a disaster, literally a disaster from here on out uh everybody's kind of has their scenes and uh (laughs) the first day that so this entire time the relationship between greg and tommy is becoming more and more strained because greg Greg has other stuff going on and tommy is just like He kind of says that he's moving out with it. Greg is moving out with his girlfriend, and Tommy's like, "What about the movie?" He's like, "Yeah, we're like, we're doing it. Like, I'm with you. The whole I don't have to live with you to make a movie, right? Like, I'm I'm not leaving. Like, we're good." And so, I kind of felt like Tommy was starting to spiral a little bit. Yeah, and they do a very good job of allowing him to spiral, but not making him completely unlike. They're making him unlikable, right? But not to the point where you're just they've they've changed that character where even though he's unlikable he's still likable because he's just tommy like right. that's kind of what it is you know like i don't know how else to explain it it's just like that's just what he is it's the name it's the, name. Know, it's the yeah, right how do you not love somebody named tommy i mean it's eh, it's all right <laughs> <laughs> uh so i'm trying to th- okay so then we get to the scene with brian cranston and he's like look I, we need you as a like if you want to come on we'll bring you on as a uh a mountain man or a lumberjack, a lumberjack.
0: they need a lumberjack and he had a beard so right yeah
2: right so he goes to tommy's like hey can we can we delay this scene the the beard so they're gonna shave his beard if you know in the room the the mark character walks in for tommy's wedding clean shaven they're just like oh you look amazing super weird um she's so like can we delay that scene just a, n- a little bit so i can do this thing he's like oh no no that i can't do that He's like, I, I got to treat you like everybody else. And he was like, I just need like two days. He's like, no. And of course, he is struggling with it. Allison Bree, the Allison Bree character, not the character that Allison Bree is playing, walks <laughs> in and she's like, I can't believe you. And walks out. And he, sh- the next scene is him shaving the beard off for the, the scene. And he gave up. I mean, obviously we know now that it wasn't malcolm in the middle but if it was something big enough it
0: but it was a good a good role i forget what it was but
2: it's
1: a stepping stone it's yeah. you're still working with these people putting on your resume that's what other studios want to see is right he tells a big story that's not in the movie but in the book that he was in patch adams and he really plays it up because he's like oh yeah when he's auditioning he's like, yeah i was in patch adams oh, he was a background right character he sure, doesn't even sure. have a line but he's like oh, i was in patch adams with robin williams and i know this director and so he uses that so like yeah if he can put that on his resume sure. I was sure. in Malcolm in the Middle, I, you know. Right. Um, but no, I think the You're main point. You a little bit. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I think the main point is no one can understand their relationship. Like the girlfriend, and rightfully so, is like, you need to stand up for him. You need to do what's for you. But like, again, Greg owes ev- not everything. You can't do He owes a lot. But, but he's there because of Tommy. And so even if Tommy is kind of being a jerk, he still feels that he owes him because right. that's why he's there. So like, I don't think it, it's hard for
2: anyone else to understand I agree. that magnitude. Yeah. You know? right. So, there's a scene where like the Tommy and Greg have are on the outs. Like it's not good. Uh, So they're all they're there to do the the breast cancer scene, which if you've seen the room, (laughs) (laughs) it's the most ridiculous. When I say it's the most ridiculous scene in the movie, that should tell you something about the room. (laughs) Yeah, like if this is the scene where it's just like, "Eh." Uh, and the like it's so hot. Tommy doesn't have the like I don't know why he won't. Kick on the AC or whatever.
1: In, well, so this is at the point where he is. Hasn't he already seen all the behind the scenes footage that people are.
2: Yes. So, so he has hired a second unit. To videotape, he's spying on everybody.
1: because Well, and because this is, he's trying to make a documentary. Like it wasn't even to spy on people. The whole point is he's, you know, filming the first movie in digital in thirty-five millimeter, and it's the room, this masterpiece. He's the new Tennessee Williams, you know, yes. and, and it's and it's so it's like, oh, I want a documentary now, but the making of the most famous movie ever made. Right. And so it starts off as that, but then he sees all the people talking crap behind his back, and he's basically like, no one respects me. I spent six million dollars in this movie, which, and true. then Rogan goes. You spent six million dollars on this I movie. Was, I think it was Greg. That says oh, was that. it? Because Greg didn't even know. He's like, "Well, where did it go?" Where's <laughs> yeah. But so, like, he's like, "I spent all this money on the movie, and all you do is backstab me and betray me, and everyone's talking crap." And so, I think he's like, "I'm not spending any more money on right. on air conditioning, water, air, water, all because stuff. no one respects me." Right. And then, and then the old lady, the old lady passes
2: out, and he was like, "That's it. We're calling it. Like we're taking a break for lunch." The scene that I did like is the infamous. I didn't hit her. I didn't right. hit her. Um where he just can't get the line. Like yeah. he, and this should tell you how, how awful Tommy Wazoo is as an actor, is that this this dialogue is very simple, but he can't do it. And for whatever reason he almost does like a like a rube from Major League Two where Greg is like gives him this little pep talk and he comes out and he nails it. And everybody's well, looking at a, I mean at, he nails it for Tommy okay
0: mm-hmm. yes uh, yeah. I, I don't know that I'd say he nails it but it's, it's, but the, it's the fa- like after it's, 50 takes yeah it's yeah. the famous
2: scene it's yeah. probably the most famous scene from the movie yeah. that everybody quotes yeah uh, all the time so somebody quoted that to me one time before I'd seen it and they're just like ha ha, ha and I was like I don't get it well was those like, are it's two from, different it's from the room yeah and I was like what's the room
1: so there's those two different scenes that happen on the rooftop. The one is the oh, I hi, did Mark. not hit her. Yeah. I did not. This is did bullshit. Not. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. And the other one is that one they do like in, in the disaster hours three or four times where Greg is like, I once to know a girl. Oh,
0: the
2: laughing scene. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the ha what, <laughs> what a story. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, Rogan's just like, did he just laugh? Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, why? And that's how it really happened.
1: Like they could not get him to do one take. Like he's like the script supervisor is like okay that's
2: fine let's get one take where maybe you
1: don't laugh and so they just do it over and over again and they finally get fed up and like whatever we yeah. got it he's
2: like this is a really intense story he's telling you he's like uh-huh <laughs>
1: it's about All a right. girl that had
2: was sleeping with a bunch of guys and one put her
1: in the hospital right and it's Tommy like, ah, will only oh, Mark, respond, what a funny story ah what a story <laughs> and it's like no and, and it's like Tommy wrote this scene it's not <laughs> yeah, supposed that to be is, funny that's what also they say they're
2: like he wrote you this wrote right it.
0: <laughs> so. yeah so, I always like that he gives you the name of the street that the hospital is on.
2: Yes, Yeah, it's so random. I, I forget what it is, but you put it on... Guerrero Street. Uh,
0: yeah, in a hospital no, on Guerrero, Guerrero Street. street. Do you know why he did that? No. You don't
1: remember it from the book? There's oh. a very specific reason. It that's, took somebody's name. Like that's ad lib. Yeah. Greg did that, and it pissed Tommy off. That was where Tommy's house was, and oh. he didn't want anyone to know about him. Don't, don't, tell right, him, don't talk! Don't talk about me! Don't talk about my life! Don't talk about my car! So Greg adlibs and only does the line, or he he did the one and it was the best take where he says, "I once knew a girl on, uh, they put her on the hospital on Guerrero Street." And Tommy was so mad, they're gonna find me, you know? Like, <laughs> <it was> like
2: <laughs> who's they?
1: Yeah, but anyway, that's the story behind okay, that. Like, and he says in the book, he's like, and that's the one that made it in the movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> so
2: finally, I guess I think they oh they do the sex scene, yeah, and it's super. Like that scene, I gotta tell you, that was hard to watch. Like and the real one, the, the, no, the real one was what it was. Like it, but oh. I mean, in the Disaster Artist, like oh, the way so he's mad treating her, her, yeah, and which, then, like and she's she's a very beautiful girl, and he's yeah. calling her ugly and you know like fat and like. Paul Shear's character. Well, I think was, it's mainly because she had a pimple on her shoulder. She had like a birthmark and, and on her shoulder. Is it a birth? I, well, in the book, I think
1: at least it's a pimple. But, book, but, oh, but yeah. he's like, he's like, I can't have this in my movie. This yeah. is a sex scene. And this, they're just, know?
2: they're just like, what is wrong with you? And the whole yeah. scene, Franco's running around with a <laughs> sock, basically. And I thought his <laughs> was out. Oh, you're using the technical terminology. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else to call it. But like, I thought his <laughs> was like. There's a scene. Like, he just, he's running around with his clothes off, and. There's one point where he like is climbing into bed, and I was like, "Did I just see Franco's God? <laughs> like that's super weird." <laughs> but this whole movie's so weird, and but this is all real. It all it's all it real, is. and and um, Greg is just like, "You cannot talk to the." This is that scene that we were talking about. Uh, he's like, "You can't talk to these people like that. Like that's not okay." He's like, "It's my movie. I talk to him however I want." So it goes back, and like the girl is super distraught. And Greg is trying to smooth it all over, and he's Raphael just,
1: almost fights with he's yeah, which like,
2: makes me think like Raphael and the girl had a thing because like he gets super defensive. But like I don't think so. But this is
1: really happens like he, you know, the the crew is like, I'm done with this crap, yeah. and you're mistreating people. Everyone was on
2: their last straw. Yes, with, and he's like, you're fired, and they has a big talk. He's like, I'll give you one more chance. Yeah. it's fine. But yeah, like the where he gets into bed with this girl. And he's not, he's like, they got to see my my ass. They got to see my ass. Yeah. And <laughs> there's, I do like when they finally get to the screening and the entire crowd is just like, ooh. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's basically his butthole. Like, that's the way that scene is shot. Like, it's super awkward. Yeah. But Rogan is just like, I think he's having sex with their belly button. Yeah. He's like, I'm doing it my way. I'm doing it. Uh, And they find, like, they they get to the last day of shooting. And I think Tommy knows that he has done some serious damage to his relationship with Greg. So he fires the entire crew. So Rogan's character, Paul, Shear's character, everybody is fired.
1: I like how in the beginning of the movie, they're like day one of. Thirty. Yeah, or whatever. But it's on and like
2: then by the 60? end they're like
1: days fifty of thirty. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: right, right, right. Really good. So they go and they have this scene. It's in the movie of them like jogging and Tommy's wearing like MMA gloves and weirdly sh- like hemmed pants. I
1: couldn't tell. I I just couldn't tell. I've seen the room several times. I couldn't tell if this. Have you was really a- seen it several times? I don't think I could ever watch it again. Well, when you go in person, it- it's like a Rocky Horror. It is. Like oh, crowd really? It's interacts amazing. With it. uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's so fun. Okay. You haven't seen it until no. you go. This is total commercial for i watched Room it in Midnight my basement <laughs> yeah you, you gotta watch with other people it's okay. so fun okay. and there's things you say to talk to interact with the, what the characters say I'm a lot ya. of fun so i'm not sure if this is the actual one or if this is like an extra scene because in the movie there's they're not
2: fighting the same way they fight and they do not fight right that, so, so that scene in the room is just there's no there's no yeah. audio it's just them like throwing a football around yeah, so I
1: can't tell running. if this was an additional scene or if this was part of what ended up in the room. Like,
2: I wonder if it got cut. But like, he, ba- Tommy, it's...
1: basically wanted to call him out because he's like, "Now you can really act because you're a guy that hasn't made it and you're not yeah. getting any roles." Like, he really pushes his buttons, and
2: Greg's had enough. of it. Yeah, he's he, just like he, he he kind of puts him in his place. Yeah. Like, they have a little throwdown right then mm-hmm. and there, and that's kind of. And Greg Wattan. And this happens to the in real life they us, really yeah. kind
1: of break up i mean they are not friends for a long time because greg is totally sick of tommy's crap right and tommy gets really depressed and eventually as we know they they make up and now they're good friends and all that, but
2: but yeah so they they flash forward a couple months and greg is working on uh smaller stages and he's i think he was doing death of a salesman mm-hmm. and he was doing a really good scene like franco was able to to act quote unquote. Yeah. act a he's little grown bit. He's and, grown. as yeah. an actor.
1: And his mom's like, "See, you don't have to be in big Hollywood. You can do these little." <laughs> he's just like, "Great, yeah, thanks, mom."
2: Uh, and then I'm trying. Does he get? Oh, so he's getting like, he's getting his mail. He's get his mail, and he has an invite, an RSVP invitation to a sc- to the world premiere of the room, and he's just like. Son of a bitch. He's away. <laughs> God dang it. And he's driving down a street, and he sees a billboard yeah.
0: for the room. And he ran this billboard. It was up for, like, what, two years yeah. or something? Are you so, serious? Yeah. And that that's part of what got people to finally go to the movie, because the movie in real life gets d- discovered by celebrities like Paul Rudd was an early adopter of the film and part of what it was g-
1: actually a couple college guys yeah. that started it and then they they right. picked up steam and the celebrities found it but like yeah. it was the, it was the last uh, the last week of showing and these college guys found it and they bought a ticket to it and they were intrigued because the sign said no refunds <laughs> <Have you laughs> it that?
0: said no refunds and it had a, c- a quote from a review that said this movie is like a getting stabbed in the head <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and, uh, and so they were like I'm in yeah yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and and but then people started to go
1: because they kept bringing people back yeah. and they are the ones that like the movie was supposed to be at theaters and they they convinced the theater to show it more and they got more and more people and turned it into an event. Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah, so he ends up coming out of he sees the billboard and he was like my career is just becoming stable, and now this movie's going to come out, yeah. and I am effed.
1: And he's at the death of a salesman again. He's and coming he's about out. To yeah, leave he's leaving another to- night. There's and- Tommy
2: outside, and he was just like, "You didn't RSVP." He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> I know." And so finally, he did. He's like, "We did it, man! Yeah. Like we're gonna, we're gonna. Do, it's a world premiere. We're gonna do it." He's like, "All right, fine." So he wears the puzzles on a tux, gets in the limo with Tommy, with all the promotional all items. The promotion, like they can't get in the limo because it. Like they can't sit next to each other because yeah. they've got all the promo Boxes items. And, yeah. So they drive up to the, <laughs> up to the theater. <laughs> so yeah, funny. They drive up to the theater. Tommy rolls the window down and he's like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and all of the people there was like, was that, is that him? And he was like, would you expect anything yeah. else? <laughs> and yeah, well, Seth Rogan's like, at this point, it would be weird if Tommy <laughs> didn't do something <laughs> that was weird. So they, they show up. The movie starts and the crowd doesn't know what to do and they start booing and all of us like laughing laughing like not appropriate like. right I, I do like the scene with the uh so they're doing the sex scenes and the girl the actress she's like i feel like you know and she's looking like a million bucks and she's like i feel like i'm overdressed she's like no no june diane rayfield is there she's like you look great and then the sex scenes start and she was just like oh my god <laughs> she's like it's still going on isn't it and she was <laughs> june uh, yeah she was just like
0: yeah, it is. And, and, and again, if you haven't seen the room, it's a very it has long. To, it has scene. to. I mean, be it's probably what four to it's six minutes. It's a four easily, minutes long, yeah. but it feels like forty minutes. Long. Yeah, yeah, it is. And he's super awkward. He's
1: taking a rose and he's taking oh the petals God. off it and like trying to put them on her, and, and he's like rubbing it. It's yeah. so, and then there's a little uh, like a little um, Bed Bath and Beyond style like table fountain or something that they're like shooting through. The oh fountain no! Or, so what it was
2: is they tried to they tried to do it. If you in the in the disaster artist, yeah. they show you that it's a it's a window that is rigged, or it's like a fake window pane. to have yeah. water like it's, it's rain. Yeah. And but it just looks that. so like he's trying to be artistic, yeah. and it's just like it's awful. It's ridiculous. So and the crowd starts laughing. Yeah. And like hysterically laughing, and he it's like it's
0: it's funny to watch because at first they're like laughing, but they're trying to contain it, right? And like they're trying to be polite because they don't. And then at some point, just the <laughs> dam breaks, and yeah. they just give up. Yes,
1: and, and this and it's an emotional scene. Franco yeah. as Tommy, I mean, he has a tear rolling down his eye because yeah. he put his his blood, sweat, tears, life into this movie, Red Bull, and yeah, and yeah, yeah he was definitely sweating Red Bull <laughs> at this point, and uh it's emotional because he's looking around, yeah. and even Greg's laughing, but he stops when he sees that right. Tommy, you know, and uh, it's sad. And he walks out to the lobby and, and uh this is a really nice scene between Greg and
2: Tommy or yeah. Greg. This is one just, of those scenes where I think it, it helps with their brothers. Yeah. And yeah. it adds to adds to that. And where and he Tom, just kinda says he's like, Look, people make movies all the time and there's no re- but look at like look at what you did. Yeah. And he's like, like your we movie did it. is causing and, this. and people
0: are enjoying it. Yeah. And, and, and not
2: I and, uh, initially ironically. Yeah. But not ironically now. Like once they own it and so at the end, Tommy gets up there and he was just like, "Well, thank they're all." You. Che-
1: he's in the lobby and they all start chanting "Tommy," right? Which really happened, I believe. And and so he goes up there and he and it's it's just a great moment. He's like, "This is my movie. This is my life." This and everyone's my, cheering. Thank and, you for enjoying my comedic yeah. movie. Yeah, I played yeah, oh, it was, the <laughs> entire time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
2: like the thing, what makes me think this actually happened is because you can. With well, some movies, you can say that this happened, but you can't confirm it. Yeah. All you have to do is go... Like, you, I'm sure you could find the people that were in that screening. Yeah. Like, yeah. What oh, happened? Yeah. Like, it's all stuff that you could prove. I mean, this right. is
1: Greg's tell-all book. I mean, right. this was in the book. I mean, this
2: is how it went down. And that's kind of how it ends, is them up on stage, and then it. Uh, we get kind of a rundown of what happened. Like, the movie has yeah. been on tour, and it's become like a cult classic. The movie
1: cost $6 million, <sighs> allegedly. It played for two weeks. Yep made it
2: eighteen
1: hundred bucks. 1800 <laughs> yeah uh, but then yeah it, it's, it's like it's now life. but it's nice they show clips really of tommy going out and doing the screenings and they said it's now recouped its money which is true and it's like he shows it all over the world greg and tommy are still best friends they're doing a movie called best friends
0: that's coming out no, they're soon. Not. yeah they are comes out next year best oh friends god. with
1: r in parentheses so it's like best fiends best oh, friends they're like no. drug deals and guns it's it's getting really good reviews it was at a Shut film festival it mouth. is it is god uh, greg wrote it in like four days he greg wrote it this time and oh maybe it'll be okay maybe Uh, so non-ironic yeah Yeah, but it's it's getting good reviews seriously oh my god Uh, but uh you know they're just doing all sorts of stuff now and, and touring especially and uh so they do a really great breakdown during the credits they yeah. show the fake scenes they film more than was even in the movie but they're There's like a lot
2: of it identical my, my favorite scene is the flower as a flower shop scene that's, like, my, that's my favorite, my scene, favorite in scene in the, mo- in when the room when you watched it in the room yes. were you just like this is amazing yes like that is oh I hi was like, tommy i didn't know it was you and like <laughs> rogan had so like i watched it as i'm watching the room in my head i was like how does anybody not recognize him? She <laughs> looks at him
1: and then she turns away and then goes, "Oh hi, I didn't, know. I didn't recognize like, what? you." But
2: then and then and he then goes, "Rogan, Rogan's just like, how do you not recognize that guy?"
1: Yeah. But then he goes he goes here. she goes that's whatever and he goes okay here you go keep the change hi, hi doggy doggie. and then <laughs> and just bye, walks out bye Johnny you're my favorite customer, customer. Like, <laughs> so when I first watched the movie not to go on too much further but when I first watched the movie I'm like okay you the
2: disaster. Or is The Room The Room when okay. I first
1: watched The Room I was like this movie is clearly an alien <laughs> trying to <laughs> replicate what human life and interactions <laughs> is that's Tommy looks like an alien in a human suit like there's that. just something sure, weird about sure. it he's in good shape but it's weird right he's like, ripped he's like, almost he like is. he's like stallone though it's like
2: hgh rip
1: right yeah. it's weird and so i'm like he, this is an alien doing an analysis of human life yeah. and what interactions and relationships that, are. that's
2: i could see where that scene could look like something out of a twilight zone it's episode so weird <laughs> yeah. but
1: they show all those scenes and then and then after the credits we see like it's like near it looks like a rooftop party or something and uh tommy is is outside uh uh, Franco Tommy is outside leaning on the wall yeah. and here comes Tommy with, uh, with the fakest stupidest looking mustache and his hair tucked into a, a <laughs> yeah. short wig and he, they just have this crazy interaction where Franco Tommy is like where are you from? And and he, uh, he goes are you from New Orleans? And he's like yeah I'm from New Orleans. And they have this great back and forth and then anyway he he leaves once Tommy's like you know get out of here and he's like geez people can be so str- people are so strange this day. and then he was like oh hi Betsy yeah, just, oh, a, yeah. just a nice cam. <laughs> Yeah, it was so weird. It's so weird. It's such
2: a weird... Like, the fact that there is no information on this dude yeah. Yeah. is in this day and age... In this day and age is It's flabbergasting. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because Which makes he, you think he might be an alien. I, I'm telling you. That's my it's theory. It's possible. <laughs> Men, and Bla- Men in Black yeah. 4. We're going to find <laughs> out.
1: But I, I absolutely love this movie. I did
2: not have... I did not really want to see it. Like I had yeah. no affinities to this movie. I'm super glad that. Right. I did. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. It was a lot. of I, fun. I
1: saw it twice. I went back and I saw it and I think I really like did Tommy proud somewhere, even though he doesn't know this. But like I went to go see it on one of the biggest screens in the area. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I
0: saw it on the. He old, saw it in 35 millimeter <laughs> and, and age. And there you go. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: But I went to see it in this giant screen with like 200 leather reclining heated seats.
2: You're going to go to a boutique theater to watch Star Wars, aren't you? oh yeah because yeah, I'm a hipster right?
1: no. <laughs> but anyway it's just like somewhere Tommy is smiling because he knows it. and like this movie A24 again they released, released this movie on IMAX that's because insane. there's nothing else the week before Star Wars oh. out so they took all the
0: IMAX screens <laughs>
1: that's fudging and brilliant see the disaster artist in 2D IMAX
0: that's it's hilarious like, that's funny. So. So, uh, well, I guess that's the uh, that's the disaster artist. Yeah, so yeah, go check it out. Yeah, so let's uh, let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers or on our website Realspoilers.com. dot com. So that's it uh, for this episode. Coming up in the next one, we will tackle the Shape of Water. The critical darling that everyone loves. <laughs> everyone? everyone. Sure. Yeah. So, how do we know? We haven't seen it <laughs> that, yet. That's true. <laughs> it's a, it's a ways away yet. So, but that'll be coming up on the next episode. So, it's uh, GDT. How could you go wrong? Exactly. <laughs> so, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Eros lets Trent and the cops enter the saucer. I did not
1: hit her. It's not true. I did not hit her. Oh, hi, Mark. Lisa, Lisa, you're tearing me apart You know what they say Love is blind Let's go eat out.
0: Everything is fine I don't mind